0: what's up tribe this is coach nadine i'm going to be going over your group class programming for the week of october 10th through october 15th so let's just jump right in all right monday october 10th we are starting the week off with an endurance based workout so it is going to be 24 minutes and you're going to be rotating through an 800 meter run 60 single dumbbell or kettlebell goblet box step-ups 40 jumping pull-ups, and 20 down-up burpees. So rotating through those four movements as many times as you can in the 24-minute window. With that 800-meter run, if we can't run, then we can definitely modify that to a bike or a rower. It is gonna be about 2,000 meters on the bike and about 1,000 meters on the rower. And whatever you are doing, either biking, rowing, or running, it should be taking you anywhere from about four minutes to about five minutes. If it is gonna be taking you longer than five minutes, um, then I would definitely consider modifying that distance just a little bit. Or if you feel like you are going to need to start walking at all on that, then modify that distance. Um, another thing too, is the 800 meters or any distance on any machine kind of equivalent to that it is going to be at a much slower pace than what you would typically do if you were doing like a 400 or a 200 or something like that so when you go to pace this and you go to start it definitely start out slower than you typically would usually we're feeling good at the beginning of the workout we start off a little bit faster and we end up kind of dying off toward the end that's not what you want to do so definitely start off slow on that first run biker row With those 60 single dumbbell or kettlebell goblet box step-ups, they are going to be alternating legs and you're going to be holding whatever weight you're using just right up at the chest. Um, Those 60 should be done at a consistent pace. So ideally... If you can go unbroken, that's great. I know 60 is a lot, so if you do need to break it up, you should be able to do bigger sets of like 30 and 30 or something like that, or like 40 and 20. Just kind of keep that in mind when you do choose your weight and the height of your box. Those 40 jumping pull-ups, I would say two sets of 20 set of 30, set of 10. If you can do 40 unbroken, that's great. But what we are looking for is that the arms are fully extended all the way at the bottom, get that chin all the way over. And then when you lower back down, it is with control and the arms do fully lock out at the bottom with those down up burpees, just a burpee without a push-up. You can do a step back bur- step back down up as well if the jumping tends to kind of be aggravating on the knees or the back or anything like that. If you do want to kind of boost that a little bit and burpees are something that you are pretty good at, you can do a full chest to floor burpee if you would like, but whatever variation you start with, ideally that's what you want to be sticking with throughout the entire workout. We're not starting with burpees to the floor and then modifying it to down ups. I would Start with burpees if that's what you want to be starting with and then just stick with that throughout the entire workout. All right, when we finish that up, we're just going to be going through a little bit of a cool down for the lower body. So one set through, band distracted ankle stretch. So just working through a bunch of different ranges of motion, getting some movement in the ankle, um, especially because you are doing a lot of jumping and running and a lot of impact on the feet. And then going into a kettlebell calf smash and a wall leaning calf stretch after that. All right, moving on to Tuesday, October 11th. We have a steady state workout, so it is going to be 16 minutes. You're going to be rotating through 16 plate hold death march steps, so it'll be 8 on each leg, 16 alternating legs, 24 rotational bear crunches, and 32 bench dips. So all of these movements, for the most part, should be unbroken for the majority of the set so I would say the death march steps should be unbroken if you can keep the bear crunches unbroken as many for as long as possible definitely try to those bench dips are going to probably get fairly taxing because it is a lot of reps so if you do need to break that up into like two sets you definitely can but I would pick a variation um for that bench dip that allows you to do bigger sets something that you probably could do 30 unbroken when you're fresh. just so then when you do start to burn out on that, you're still able to maintain good quality maintain good quality um, and consistency in the movement. With the bench dips, ways that we can kind of make those a little bit tougher or a little bit easier. So your easiest variation is going to be with the feet flat on the ground, knees bent at about 90 degrees. We can make it a little bit tougher, walking the feet out a little bit further away from the bench. If the legs are fully extended, it's gonna be a little bit tougher. And then we can also progress that up to elevating the feet up on like a low box or bench or something like that just bringing the feet away from the bench or elevating them up just kind of takes some of the assistance away and forces more of the load with the triceps and the upper body versus using the legs to kind of take some of that load off with those rotational bear crunches it is like a quadruped rotation but instead of rotating all the way over when you rotate you're going to bring the opposite elbow opposite knee together like a crunch and then go back into your quadruped or your bear position um with the plate hold death marches i know i'm kind of going through this backwards um plate hold death marches you're just going to be holding the plate right up at the chest it is like a staggered stance good morning with the plate Um, you're just going to be walking with this so there's movement you are going to be taking a step forward doing a good morning step together with the legs that is one rep step forward with the other foot good morning, come up, that is two reps and you are gonna do 16 total with that. What we want to focus too on the death marches is not trying to kind of rush through your set. A lot of the times when we do end up rushing through anything, especially if it's hinging, is when we kind of lose the mind-muscle connection. The movement starts to go in the back. We're not maintaining tension on the way down or on the way up. We're kind of just flopping our body everywhere. So making sure that you don't rush this. Take that step forward. Take a second. Set up. Make sure those shoulder blades are pinched back. Think about pushing the hip of that front leg back so that you're creating that stretch in the hamstring and then controlling that all the way up, step the feet together. If you're trying to rush it, like I said, you're gonna start kind of flopping all over where, all over everywhere, which is not really what we want on this. All right, when we finish that up, we're gonna go into a little bit of a cool down, just kind of stretching out the T-spine, the upper back a little bit. So it's gonna be one minute per side of a half kneeling thoracic rainbow right up against the wall. Then we're going into one minute each side of a pvc or band cross back shoulder and tricep stretch this one um if you've been with us for like four years three years you might remember this when we show it to you guys um we used to do it a while back um this one can be kind of tough on mobility which is why we're saying you can also use like a band or something like that you can usually kind of maneuver a band a little bit better than a pvc and then an elbow elevated child's pose again stretching out the shoulders and the middle back all right Moving on to Wednesday, this is October 12th, where we have a sprint-based workout for the week. So we're gonna be alternating every two minutes for 20 minutes, so it's gonna be a total of five sets of each set. On the odd set, so the odd two-minute window, you are gonna start with a 30-second hollow body hold, and then with whatever time is left up until that one-minute mark, so 30 seconds, you're gonna go into max rep lateral ball slams up until the one-minute mark. Once you hit the one-minute mark, you're gonna stop, rest the remainder of the two minute window, so rest one minute, and then on the even sets, you are gonna do a 100 meter max effort sprint, once you hit the 200-meter turnaround point, you finish finished that sprint, you're gonna stop, walk back, rest until the two-minute window is up, and then you're gonna go back into the odd sets, back into the hollow body hold and the lateral ball slams on the next two-minute window. So again, just to explain it, two-minute window, beep goes off. You're starting with 30 seconds of a hollow body hold. Once you finish up those 30 seconds, you are going right into max rep lateral ball slams until the one-minute mark. Once you hit the one minute on the clock, you're going to stop, rest the remainder of the two-minute window, so rest one minute. When that next beep goes off for that next two-minute window, you are going to go right into a 100-meter sprint, so out the big bay door, up to the 200-meter turnaround point. Once you hit that 200-meter turnaround point, you can stop rest walk back and that'll take you pretty much up until maybe we have about 20 30 seconds left until that next two minute window with the hollow body hold and the lateral ball slams so the hollow body hold and the ball slams we're mostly focusing on the core there and obviously generating force with the ball slam the hollow body hold there's a bunch of different ways that we can do this and we'll explain it a little bit more in class but just to kind of go over it and kind of review a little bit. The easiest variation or kind of step one for the hollow body hold would be with the knees bent and arms by the side. So again, you're on your back, thinking about drawing that belly button into the spine, pressing the low back down to the ground, tucking that chin, shoulders are up off of the ground, and then you have the knees at about 90 degrees, arms by the side. So that's step one. Step two, we can extend the legs straight up. Step three, lower the legs about halfway down to the ground. Step four, legs fully extended, hovering just above the ground. Again, the low back is still pressed into the ground. And then step five, I think is what we're on. Um, Extend the arms back overhead so the elbows are by the ears. Those are all the different steps of the hollow body hold. So it should be something that you can do 30 seconds of. Unbroken, You shouldn't be stopping at all in those 30 seconds. And then those lateral ball slams, we're gonna be kicking in the obliques a little bit more because we are rotating side to side, also generating power as we're bringing that ball from the ground up overhead and then having to generate force to slam it back down. With the sprint, again, another power-based movement, trying to go as fast as you can. Obviously, if you can't run, then we can definitely do a sprint on a bike or a rower. I would recommend the bike over the rower just because you can get more of that running type stimulus from the bike Um, but if there's obviously not enough bikes left then we can definitely do a sprint on the rower all right when we finish that up we're just going to go again into a little bit of a cool down so one set through one minute dead hang from the pull-up bar so stretching out the upper body the core just the spine letting everything kind of decompress Then you're going into one minute each side of a couch stretch and one minute each side of a Spider-Man thoracic rotation. So with the couch stretch, thoracic rotations in that Spider-Man position, we're opening up the hips, opening up that psoas a little bit. That thoracic reach is also going to kind of loosen up the back as well. Usually when we do a workout with a lot of breathing, a lot of fast explosive movements, anything with the core, we do end up kind of fatiguing that middle back a little bit too. So that's why we're going to kind of work that out a little bit at the end. All right, moving on to Thursday, this is October 13th. So we have a power-based workout. It is gonna be four minutes on, two minutes off for a total of three sets. You are gonna go through six hang squat cleans to a thruster and then eight box jumps. You're gonna be rotating through that as many times as you can in the four minutes. Stop after the four minutes is up, rest two minutes, and then pick up where you left off after each round or pick up where you left off in each round after the two-minute rest pre- rest period. So the hang squat clean to a thruster is written for a barbell, but can definitely be done with dumbbells, kettlebells. It could be done with a slam ball, whatever you want to use for that. But essentially, you are going to be coming from above the knee. So barbell, dumbbells, whatever you're using, coming from right above the knee. You're coming up into that shoulder shrug, butt squeeze, shoulder shrug, high pull, driving the elbows under into that front rack position as you drive the elbows under, we are gonna be lowering into that squat. And then when you come up from the squat, you are going into a press up overhead. So we're combining the squat clean with the thruster as we come up. So in your thruster is a squat and a press up overhead. We can also kind of separate these movements into a muscle clean to a thruster. So you would do a clean up to the shoulders, then go into that squat, press up overhead, reset back down to the shoulders, and then lower back down to that hang position. So that's another way that we can also go through this movement as well. Those six should be unbroken pretty much every set. So I would go with like a moderate weight, a light to moderate weight, something that you know you can move pretty well on this. Um, and then the box jumps. There's eight of them. I would say you could probably stick with just your typical box jump height, something you are fairly, fairly comfortable with, because we are going to be fatiguing the legs, the hips from that squat clean to a thruster. So this probably isn't necessarily the best time to be trying to go up uh, up on height on that box jump. When we finish that up, you're going through just one set of one minute each side prone scorpions one minute foam roller serratus opener and then one minute each side pigeon stretch so with the prone scorpions focusing on opening up the chest opening up the middle back just getting some some just kind of blood flow going on in there getting a little bit more mobility um the foam roller serratus opener we're going to go over this a little bit more in class but basically your serratus is going to be it's usually right around the ribs it's kind of hard to see usually it's not a super defined muscle um But it does help as far as any type of pushing with the pecs is kind of usually attached from any type of breathing or anything like that as well, Um, just because it is attached kind of near the pecs, the ribs, the lats, all that stuff. So we're going to go into a little bit of an opener for that. And then the pigeon stretch, focusing on just stretching out the hips, stretching out the glutes a little bit too. All right, moving on to Friday, this is October 5th, just kidding, not 15th, October 14th. We have another steady state workout. So it is going to be eight minutes on, two minutes off for a total of two sets. You are going to be rotating through three movements for the first set of eight minutes. And then we're going to switch up the movement for the second or the movements for the second set of eight minutes. So set one, eight minute window, you are going to be rotating through eight chin ups, 12 slider pike ups, and then 50 feet each side of a heavy front rack carry. So with those eight chin-ups, palms are going to be facing toward you, starting from that dead hang, getting the chin up all the way over that bar, control that all the way back down. So eight of those, those should either be unbroken or completed in like four and four, so like two sets. With those 12 slider pike-ups, you are going to be in a plank position with both feet on a slider or two feet on one slider, depending on how many people are in class. Um, and then starting in that plank position, focusing on trying to draw that belly button in nice and tight to the spine, creating that hollow body position. As you create that position, that hollow body position, you're drawing the, the feet up toward the hands, keeping the legs pretty straight, and then controlling that all the way back down. With that 50 foot each side, heavy front rack carry, it is going to be a dumbbell or kettlebell in your front rack position, I would definitely prioritize using a kettlebell over a dumbbell if we have an appropriate weight for you just because it is gonna add a little bit more of a challenge just the way that the kettlebell is going to distribute the weight. Um, But it is gonna be 50 feet on one arm, 50 feet on the other arm, and then you'll go back into the chin up. So rotating through those three movements as many times as you can in the eight minute window. When you finish up that first eight-minute window, you are gonna rest two minutes, and then that second eight-minute window, you are gonna go through eight deficit push-ups, 12 hanging knees to chest, and a 200-meter run. So with the deficit push-ups, the hands are gonna be elevated up on plates, so you're gonna have a plate on either side of you, both hands, one on each side on a plate. When you lower down, we want that chest to touch the floor so you are getting more range of motion on the way down than you typically would if the hands were on the ground. We can also do this from the knees as well. When we finish up those eight, those 12 hanging knees to chest, these are just regular hanging knees to chest. We do want these to be strict. So not kipping, not swinging, focusing on engaging the core, drawing that belly button in toward the spine, bring the knees up toward the chest, and then controlling that all the way back down. When we are in that dead hang, we want the feet to be slightly in front of that pull-up bar just because it does help maintain constant tension on the core. And then 200-meter run, you guys know that. Obviously, if we can't run, we can definitely modify that to a bike or a rower. When we finish that up, we are just going through one set of one minute each side of a banded bent over lat stretch and then a one minute each side 90 degree doorway stretch. So stretching out the lats, the middle back with that first one and then stretching out the pecs and the shoulders with that second movement. All right. Moving on to Saturday, October 15th, last workout of the week, and we have a power-based workout. So it is gonna be 12 minutes. You are gonna be rotating through 20 lateral plate hops, 12 heavy Russian kettlebell swings, 20 lateral plate hops, and 12 single arm dumbbell snatches. So 20 plate hops, you have a plate. I would definitely go with something with a little bit of height, so like a 25-pound plate, 45-pound plate if you're feeling pretty good. But you are hopping onto the plates. You're starting to the side, to one side of the plate, laterally hopping onto the plate, hopping back off to the other side. That is one rep. Then you're gonna hop back on the plate, hop over to the other side, two reps, going through that for 20 20 reps total. We do want these to be rebounding. So we're not hopping on the plate, stopping, hopping off, stopping. We do wanna be hopping on, right back off, right back on, right back off, pretty consistent on that. With those 12 heavy Russian swings, we do want you to go a little bit heavier than you typically do for your Russian swings. So if you're pretty comfortable using a 35-pound bar, or or not bar, 35-pound kettlebell, we want you to try and go a little bit heavier using like a 44, 53, something like that. These should be unbroken every time, and that kettlebell should get right about to about eye level on that. Then you're going back into those 20 lateral plate hops, and then finishing up that cycle with 12 single arm dumbbell snatches. These are alternating arm should be coming from the floor. If we can't come from the floor due to like a back issue, anything like that, then we can definitely come from your hang position. So right around the knee with that. So then you are going to be rotating through those four movements or the plate hop swings, plate hop snatch as many times as you can in the 12 minutes. When we finish that up, Again, just going into a little bit of a cool down. So one set of a one minute each side lacrosse ball foot smash this is going to be really helpful, especially after doing all of the hopping. Then we'll finish up with a one minute each side crossover glute smash and a one minute each side lacrosse ball pec smash. All right, guys, that is what we have for you this week. If you guys have any questions, please reach out to Andrew or I and we can definitely help you out. But we look forward to seeing you guys in class.